welcome to Illuminating Anorexia Eating Self and Body Issues. This is Michelle Sparks. Great to have your company. And today we're going to listen to another recovery story. I really love these stories um, because they showcase real women with different challenges in the disordered eating, eating disorder space. Many of them, in fact all the ones I've interviewed to date, have struggled for years, even decades with disordered eating. And this lady is um, a beautiful 51-year-old lady and her name is Jeannie. I offered her the opportunity to call herself Jane but she was quite happy to be known as Jeannie. So this is Jeannie and it's her story. And um, before I bring that to you, um, I just got a lovely email from Frida, who we listened to quite recently, and she has just written, One thing that struck me recently was that the whole time I've struggled with an eating disorder, it's been like I've been waiting for life to begin. And each time there's been a time frame to work towards, for example, in six weeks I will hopefully have lost X pounds. It was when we entered our most recent lockdown a couple of weeks ago that I thought, gosh, any other time, I would have used this as the perfect time to set a goal around food, weight loss and exercise. Now I don't have that, I'm having to learn to live, to actually just live one day at a time, free from these pressured goals. What a relief. And I love this. I love this uh, story of transformation. So thank you, Frida. Big shout out to you, big shout out to Kate. We're going to go now to a story from Jeannie and then I'll come a bit further down the track with a story from Candice who uh, was a 19-year-old girl when she did some work with me and we did an interview. So I will follow up this interview with um, someone who is a little bit younger and struggling with an eating issue and, and a bit about her story. But today... Um, let's welcome uh, Jeannie and if you would prefer to watch this interview rather than listen to it you can go to um, my website michellesparks.com and just find the podcasts and click the link there or you can find my uh, YouTube channel Michelle Sparks and you'll see the interview there. Okay so let's go and talk to Jeannie. So how did you find me? How did you find out about the program? I was I was laying in bed and I was going to go to Colorado that day and I mean I've been struggling struggling for quite a while with the eating area and I was going to be staying at a friend's house and I was trying to figure out how can I hide the fact that I'm struggling with food issues. Yeah. And and I was, so I was trying to, I googled struggling with food and like hiding and things, you just like those key words. And you're not going to believe this, but yours was the one that came up at the top. Really? And I'm like, Michelle. And I'm like, Michelle. <laughs> and I'm like, that can't be Michelle. So I, I clicked on it and I'm like, that's Michelle. And so now I'm sitting up in bed. It is 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I, I totally did all of P1 between 3 and 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my and, goodness. And I did, 
and I did the the surveys all at that time, and I said to myself, I said, you know, like, and I I contemplated, you know, purchasing it at that point, and I said, I don't even know how to purchase internationally. <laughs> so then I said, all right, maybe you're, I'm hyper focusing on this. Maybe I'm just like being weird. Let me just close this, get on the airplane, and I'll figure it out. And so I closed it, got on the airplane, went to Colorado, and stayed at my friend's house. And she's like, well, she's like, I'm going to make whatever. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And, (laughs) I mean, I just, I spent more time, like, I just said, let's just go to the grocery store and I'll purchase my own food. I feel better about that. And, and, and that's literally how I found you. And and then when I came home, then that's when I like emailed and just said, yeah, yeah. Hey, this, this is me like, yeah, going on. And then, and then I did, you know, I got the purchase direct called the bank and figured out how to make a purchase. Oh, I'm sorry if it was hard. I'm sorry if it was hard. It should have been pretty simple, I would have thought. But, but that is absolutely amazing it was, that but you. It was the question. It was the questions in right. my mind as to how to do it. It wasn't okay. It wasn't hard. It was the questions in my mind. I just wasn't sure how sure. to do it. Sure. Sure. Um, and and then and then when I was when at three o'clock in the morning, I saw it and I'm like, wait a minute. I do remember somebody saying back that you had gone through anorexia and I was like well then this makes sense but like I hadn't any intention of like hunting somebody down I was literally just like <laughs> I just put in these and it was you and I'm like oh my gosh do you know what I that was is drilled to death. I was drilled to death because I knew also that I could trust what the information that you were going to be giving out I knew I knew totally wow. that I could trust it Wow. And that made me I, feel confident oh, in the information. Wow. That is incredible. That that actually is wow, that really warms my heart to hear that, number one. And and do you mind if I just ask you a you know, like so you when did you start the program? Would it be like two months ago, do you think? Is it is it, it let's see, in August is when I went to Colorado. Um Yeah. So it was in the middle of August because school ended okay. at the beginning of August and then I went to Colorado and I came back and then when I came back is when I purchased it and when I actually seriously went through the the program. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so you finished it how long ago? Like, So we, we you probably started what, maybe September do you think? I mean, I know I would have this information probably, somewhere. It's just yeah, that I've probably like idea. September, yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. Like, like the end of August, beginning of September. Yeah. Because I know that recently you finished the you finished and you uh, you looked you did the pre and post program questionnaires, which I so appreciate. Now I haven't seen those, but you were telling me that you could see some difference. I could see from what you sent me that you'd made some real changes, and and I've seen that with other people, and it's lovely to see, isn't it? Because you can actually see. Oh, right there you go. Here. It's right there. Oh my yeah. gosh. I might look you know what I might do? I might when I edit this, I might just 
you know, look, I know you made some significant changes on the depression and anxiety scale, the, the self-esteem scale, the eating attitudes test, and then we've got this EDEQ, which is quite a tricky one to score. So I don't blame you for struggling oh, with that. In yeah. fact, what I'll do, <laughs> it's so hard, isn't it? But it's actually got some great information because it actually breaks down a person's concerns into four categories, and they are restraint, um, shape concerns, weight concerns, eating concerns. So it really helps you see changes in those four areas. And um, so I will have a look at your, I'd love to have a look at your scores for that and, and actually give you a readout on that because it will be lovely to see. I, what I find is you really see objectively the changes that you've experienced and you can, you can also see where maybe there's still some work to do. So it's a lovely, it's a lovely objective readout. But let's move from that, just to me, if you don't mind me just asking, if you could take a moment to think back to how, to your relationship with eating, yourself and your body, if you can take yourself back to how it was before you found the program and how it is now that you've completed it, and, and we're only talking about a couple of months, two months here. Um, yeah. What, what's different? How would you compare your relationship with self, body and food then compared to now? Well, with food, I was, in some ways, I'm still kind of restricted. Um, yeah, sure. I, like, I'm not eating dairy. I'm not eating anything with fat in it. If it, if, like, on a package or something, it says fat on it, I'm terrified of it. Right. Um, but for a while there for probably about a good year or something before um, I'll back step a little bit from in the classroom I have to I have to walk around with a food box yeah and for um, for like a correct answer or a certain behavior with the kids I have to give them whatever it is that they like if yeah. it's a chocolate chip um, chips or something, whatever it is that they like, yeah. you give them one of those on a very frequent basis to teach them that if they behave a certain way or perform a certain way, they get what they want. Yeah, and, and just to clarify in case someone's listening, that you're working with a particular, you're working with um, kids with severe autism. Severe dis disabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just, yeah. So, but having that around in the room in the classroom and constantly yeah. touching it was sending triggers through my brain like like if the kids were you know not in the room or something I would pick at something like if I was feeling stressed yeah. I would pick at something chew it up and spit it out I would just yeah. like yeah. I couldn't swallow it I just like literally would go into these binges where like I was like a like a, a maniac on food, like just eat, binge, throw it out, spit it out, yeah. eat more, spit it out. And it would just be like this cycle until I guess there was some sort of mental relief or something yeah. that would yeah. say, okay, you're, you're okay. And at this, and that was what that was all through probably for a couple of years. Yeah. Then um such a hard experience, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Then during during the program, like um, I think one of the most helpful things was at the beginning you said, I'm not asking you to change anything right now. 
Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, thank God, because I don't think I can. Yes, and, exactly. And um, but now, for this week only, I've only done that three times. Yeah. Which that was something that I was doing probably like five or six times a day. Wow. And, and so, wow. So you've gone from doing like five to six times a day to maybe two or three times a week. Well, and even before, if it was bef when I did this questionnaire, it was, it was Sunday. And at that point, I would say it was, would have been once a week. But this week has been particularly stressful, and I'm at three, three times this week. Do you know, I'm really so, kind of glad you've raised that because, you know, what we know is these ways of coping, and you've just related it to stress, what we know is these ways of coping, you know, we build these behaviours and these patterns and these ways of being and coping over a long period. And so it's really understandable that they're not going to shift overnight. And to be honest, to go to have that kind of change in such a short period is wonderful, but it's really important also to you know, and I do say that in the beginning of the program, I'm not, I wouldn't expect full recovery, depending on what you've been struggling with and for how long, in two, eight weeks. That would be kind of crazy, wouldn't it? We'd, we'd, we'd solve yeah, the eating disorder problem. Yeah. But um, what I'm hearing is, and, and anyway, the, I guess the point is, yeah, it's not unusual to find that when we hit periods of real challenge, these ways of coping, we might just find ourselves moving down that direction. But we often, anyway, so... I'll just leave it at that. I just want to flag that in case someone's listening because, yeah, it's, we do think about eating issues as a way of dealing with challenge in our, in our sense of self and our, and our environment, so how we are coping. And so, of course, we're going to get triggered in, you know, we don't, the world goes on, doesn't it? And the challenges go on and our ways of coping are changing, but they're in process. So I didn't mean to flick you right out of that. But that's an amazing change in your eating behaviour. Can I ask you about your your attitude towards or your relationship with your body and yourself? Um, and you don't have to go into, you know, like yeah. only what you feel comfortable sharing. Has that changed you know, at all? To be honest, like I haven't had any weight change or anything, but that I wasn't looking to change. No, I'm, that's right. I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not, I wasn't looking for anything to change there. Um, and what were you looking for, if I may ask? And, and what name would you like me to use just here and now? What about Jane? Uh, Jane's a good name, isn't it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's totally up to but, you, but I mean, you may want to just, you know. No, that's fine. Um, I honestly, my, like, as far as body, like I'm, I'm at a, I'm at a healthy weight. Yeah. Um, healthy BMI. I'm, you know, like overall, I don't really, I don't think I really ever struggled with serious okay. body image yes. issues. So that's yes. not something. Maybe, no. like a while back, but not really. Not, it's not okay. really been a part of me. So it was much more the relationship with food and the and the way of coping with stress and and other sort of emotional stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and at one at one point, like I I know when I was living in the Bronx, um, several 
several doctors um, and people brought up that I was extremely thin and yes. um, and um, and even somebody when we went bra shopping even made a comment to me they said you could wear a training bra and yes. I was kind of proud of it at the time yes. but, um, <laughs> but it wasn't it, it was I never actually recognized that there was a problem at sure. that time I just I poo-pooed everybody. Yeah. Yes. I went. To, I even went to see a counselor, just and I didn't like the smell of the place, so I never went back. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, you know, and she she was like, "You're really thin," but at the time, I just was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, you know, that's yeah. just how it is." And and I yes. went on with my my life. Um, yes. And then I I'm am at a, at that time I wasn't at a healthy weight. Now I am. Yes. So, but we're going back 20-something years for that. Sure. So you, you really, what kind of drew you was, you were, you were going away, you were going to have to eat with a friend, and, and that anxiety around that is what kind of, sounds like that's what really got you going, ah, oh, I, I need some help with this. Well, yeah, well, eating, eating in a restaurant, because I, I knew yeah. that we would be eating in a restaurant. We were going to be in ski resorts. Yeah. And um, and then um, in them eating at her home, yeah, and just not being able to be in charge of what I was eating, you know, I just I knew I couldn't handle it. Yeah, it's such. I, it's, I really appreciate you sharing this because you know there could be just someone listening to our conversation and they may resonate with with you know your experience and. You know, it's just nice to know that they can also access, same as you did for free, the first key, and just see if it does resonate, if it does speak to their experience, and then if they want to, they can check it out a bit further. And if they don't, hey, that, you know, you've really lost nothing in the in the process. But can I? So you've made that change, and you've made that change um, in a very short amount of time. And I, I guess I'm just curious to know. How do you think that's come about? How do you think that change has come about? The change that you've just described. Um, I think because I think because they actually wanted it. Yes. And um, and part of it is because, um, like, as part of a routine. Because of the COVID right now, my parents are coming over once a week for meals, and yes. or I'm going over there once a week. So it's every other week we're yes. at each other's house, and when they're here, I'm cooking and I'm I'm in charge of the food, and I feel confident. When I go over there, there's my mom cooks with oil, um, and she uses more you know breads or something. And and it, it's it's scaring me, but I don't I don't want to appear out of control in front yes. of my parents. Yes, yes. And so that is that has been I think that has made for a while there I was able to hide everything. Yes. If if I even recognized it, um, but I, it's getting it's gotten it got harder and harder to hide. Yes, and so I realized I needed to do something about it. Yeah, and I think that that's what 
made it so that I actually paid more attention to anything. Yes. And yes. Um, yes. And could and could actually put some change into effect. Yes. Plus, also um, being at home and not being within the school itself. Yes. For um, for part of it, um, not for all of it, but for part of it. Um, like I didn't have those triggers, and I could just focus on yeah, some of yeah. the emotion bits yes. and not actually have to put, be putting myself back into that with with the with the yeah. food items right around me. Yes, isn't that great? You actually were able to have a little bit of a break from that very triggering environment, which is, and it enabled you to sounds like it enabled you to do some of the work to get you know, a little bit more in your tank so that you could deal with it a little bit differently when you did have to re-engage it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said but before about... But wearing sorry. a mask and a face shield while yeah. working with the kids, you can't actually do anything wrong anyway. Did I lose you? The, the call's still running. Okay, so we just froze then. So you were just talking about... Can you hear me now? We, yes, were, we were just talking about wearing a mask because we're talking right back, smack bang center, COVID, USA, hello, it doesn't get much tougher from that, working with kids with autism, you know, highly, uh, it's really, yeah, okay, so you were going to say something, I didn't want, want to interrupt you. No, but you can't actually, with the mask on and the face shield and the gloves, Nothing's attractive to put it in your mouth at that point. You can't, you know. Right, so, right. Yeah, you've got a so physical barrier, haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, what a unique situation you had. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And can I ask you too, because you were saying um, one of the things that really helped you, and I, I, it's worth just highlighting that too, is you really, the, the fact that I wasn't asking you to change before you were ready to start to consider that, was helpful and do you want to say more about what in the program was you found helpful like what helped you what was helpful so that was helpful that was helpful the hold on I actually printed these out here. oh my gosh oh wow I can see that I printed those out and every morning I I say one page of it. Wow. And for those who are listening, it's the key truth to feed your heart. Yes. And so I, every morning I'm saying one page of it um, in the, in the wow. kitchen while um, cooking my breakfast. And I think also was another time was when you said something like, um, it, and I don't remember exactly how you said it, but it was like, you deserve to eat or you deserve, you are worth eating, you're worth, yes. you know, and those statements were statements that, honestly, I haven't heard since I saw you guys back All in New York. All that time ago. Yeah, so just for our listeners, I, I met this beautiful lady many twenty years ago, and um, twenty and plus, I think. Twenty plus, yeah. Actually, you're right. It's it's a long time ago. Yeah. And um, yeah, and we were over there, 
um, and I was involved in you know just some Christian ministry and and so what you're referring to there is those key truths that feed our soul about our worth and value and I can see you tearing up there with that and and I I I just really want to acknowledge that and I want to just affirm that and I also want to say that you know I believe and you've you've heard me say this a lot of times in the program and any of my work but I really do believe that is the key to to this journey into freedom is to start to to understand not just in our head but to really get an experiential understanding of our worth and value that that enables yeah. us to then start to act in ways that are healthy and life affirming and health promoting and kind and nurturing and I'm so glad that those you know that that was helpful I, was, I yeah. can I'm so glad yeah yeah see here's your here's the other one the helpful reframes yeah now that's really practical kind of cognitive reframing stuff isn't it helpful reframes when we yeah. when that critic is going ballistic and beating us up you know the eating disorder or the bully in our head you're talking about those yeah I think you're right I think we need we need to we need some we need some truth and some armor that can kind of um, we can fight the bully with we can we can use those statements when we yeah. But it's more because than just I, statements. It's actually coming out of a true, true experiential place as well. Yeah, Sorry, Jeannie. There's, there's been a couple of times where, like, um, where, like, I've wanted to just not eat for like the entire day or something, and as a, as a punishment for, yeah. for something, and, and, like, you know, you, you start off the day and you're like, okay, you have this game plan in mind. I'm not going to eat you know like I did something wrong yesterday I'm not going to eat today and when you're halfway through the day some of your willpower disappears yes, absolutely and um and but then that's when like some of the statements those reframes have popped in my head of like you know it's okay to eat you know you deserve it it's not this is normal, normal, everybody needs to eat, you know. Yes. And, um, and that you're not, you know, like, and I, I'll even tell myself, I'm no exception to this. You know, I'm yes. normal, everybody, you know, like, if I'm feeding the kids at school, I should be feeding myself as well. Yeah, and, wow, that's um, powerful. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, so I've, I've printed that one out as well because that was one that, like, Sometimes on on the food journal bit on days I was true, I actually I would read it out, you know, at yes. the moments when I'm writing stuff down, I would read it back to myself. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's really powerful. That's really powerful. So having having that stuff to come back to kind of the lies or the critic or the bully in the head that's saying you don't deserve, um, you shouldn't eat, you should, you know, punish yourself or whatever, having some some something to come back that you could believe in and kind of almost use like a bit of a dagger and say shut up you know shut up I do yeah. deserve to eat yeah and yeah and, you know and then having you know having having that and having some of the Bible truths and stuff yes. because both of them 
you know, one wasn't better than the other. I think they just went nicely hand in hand. I love that too, what you're saying there. And, you know, uh, you know, because I do believe we need, you know, that one of the key things that really helps us really not just get functional but get free, start to move into healing and wholeness is this um, uh, revelation, for want of a better word, and experience of ourselves as worthy and deserving of life, of nurture, of good things because somewhere in our experience we've bought into this lie that we don't deserve, that we're not worthy, that you know, and, it, and it, as we start to go down that food restriction path, it actually builds, the lie gets stronger, the fear that drives us gets stronger, that, 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 that fear that makes us, and that, that bully that makes us feel like we deserve to be punished, it actually moves to a level that I believe there is a spiritual dimension there. And, you know, I approach this problem from a whole person perspective because that's my training as a physio, as a counsellor, as someone who's worked in ministry as well, is, is to look at the whole person. So, so it is about regular eating. It's about looking at the, the eating. It's a look, looking at our physiology, but it's also looking at, uh, at the, what we're saying to ourselves and the emotional experience. And then for those who are open to it, I, you know, I'm just thinking some of our readers won't, uh, readers, our listeners won't know this, but um, the fourth component, like, so there's four keys, and the fourth component of each key is is a spiritual component. It has a spiritual element which, which people can take or leave. Um, they can try and, you know, morph it into their own grid. Um, you know, they don't have to see things the way I see them, but I offer it, and I offer it from my perspective as a Christian, and I offer it from that perspective of someone who's actually in that Christian experience has actually, my early days were completely, um, I was really bound by fear and guilt and shame and some of that had a religious thing for me and my journey into freedom came with a whole different experience of God and, and how he saw me and my worth and value and so just for those who are listening I suppose just to let them know um, what what my friend here is saying is there's you know she's talking about both the bible truths about our worth and value but also having those cognitive reframes that are just you know they're true it's like i do deserve to eat that's a truth that's a complete truth um yeah. i can't think what are some what are some of the other reframes you've got there that are part of that Only um, I, i'm not looking at it right at the moment let's see oh that's not it um, it's not the end of the world. I don't have to blow it out of proportion. It won't always be like this. Um, and then that was generalization. I'm not a failure. I'm not hopeless. I'm hopeful. Um, I am allowed to eat. I want to be free. And that I kept telling myself that one specifically. Yeah, um, I, I want to be, be free. I'm allowed to eat. I want to be free. Beautiful. Yeah. I think another one that I hear from people a lot that really helps them is I deserve to eat. I, that, that sense of feeding yeah. our worth, feeding our deservedness. And we do, you, we, do we, we deserve to eat. We're worthy of food and nurture and, you know, life and good things. And if we've had a certain experience that has sort of stripped our belief in that, it, it can take some time. And these are some tools that can help to get that back. So... Yeah. Anything else that, that you found? I'm really appreciative for you sharing like this. It's just yeah. so beautiful. And I'm, it was, I'm, uh, 
I liked your six figures. Yay, my drawings. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, and, and the, the diet binge cycle, I like that one. But like, I like yeah. the six figures with the little heart in the center and everything. And I tried to draw not as well as you. Oh, that's beautiful. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic, and and so, there's no there's no art in the stick figures, it's, but it's it's a great representation, isn't it? It's just a representation. Yeah, and I just I just tried to do that, like, you know, you you said what does freedom land look like, and you gave some examples, and I'm like sitting there like, shoot, I have no idea what freedom land is going to look like, and but then over like a week's time, I I, you know, you. Had, given some suggestions and um but over a week's time I literally sat down and several times and then wrote in and came back to it and come back to it you know and molded over chewed it over some and and um and and then just added my own bits to mine as well I love hearing that because I love that and and so what you've I've just heard you say is that initially you had no idea what freedom might look like and and what we say in the program is you know it's one thing to want to get free of bondageville but we kind of need to have a vision of where we're going it because it will well how did it help you to have that what I'll, I'll, rather than me say how did it help you to have that in front of you to see that it 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 actually drove home to me that there is a way, that there is an end to this, and that there is that there is a, a way that like you can view the future. And before that, I never looked for a future, wow. so future just didn't exist. And um, and you know, like I just I know I just one of the things I just didn't I just didn't do things for myself. Yes. Like I did things because people expected it, or people, um, or I thought that they expected it, or, um, or it was just a good thing to do at the time. But it was never for myself. And, yeah. um, and like when under the hobbies, you know, you said what recreation you're interested in, and and. When I was in Colorado, I was hiking, and I really enjoy hiking. I love hiking. And um, and then each night when I was there, I'd end it with swimming. And wow, how lovely. COVID, yeah, and during COVID here, the pool that I went to here was closed the whole time. But in Colorado, oh, yeah. it was open. That's the weirdness of our country, but that's beside the point. But... Um, <laughs> So then um, the pool across the street from me still is closed, but just um, on Halloween I went and I, I was driving down the street and I said, you know what, I like swimming. Let me join the pool. So I just went to the Y and I joined the pool right then and there. They said, do you want to see the rest of the gym? I said, no, I am not interested in anything else here. Don't show me nothing. I just want to see oh, how the pool. awesome! <laughs> I love and, it. But that I think is was part of like freedom because 
I did it because I wanted it. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. And not because it was a way to burn off calories, a way to um, punish or do anything. Like I tried, I tried running, and just like you, I've got a bad back. I can't run. Yeah, It, it hurts too much. But I tried it because I heard it's a good way to burn off calories. I was trying it, hurting myself, causing pain. Yes. And I said, you know what? I do, oh, let me go to the pool. I like the pool. Yes. So I've been going three days a week. And only and once enjoy have I used it. it as a punishment. Only once have I used it as a punishment. Every other time has been enjoyment. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Giving yourself permission to do something for you that you enjoy. And isn't it true that the more you do, you start to, it's like you, we can either cycle down into more uh, self-criticism and punishment and bondage, or we can start to cycle up into more and more freedom. And as we take those steps, like, okay, you've, you've just had a whiff of something you enjoy in Colorado and went, okay. And then you do it, and you do a bit more. It starts to actually feed your worthiness. Have you noticed that? Like it actually feeds I your... Think, I think I'm, I might be beginning to notice that some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, we yeah. are early days. I mean, you've, you've made some amazing changes in a, a very short time. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm beyond delighted. And, and, and I think we'll, we'll, you know, is there any, like, you know, I was going to say, would you, anything else you want to say before we actually move into, because, you know, as I, as you might have heard in the conversation, we did meet each other 20 plus years ago, and so we just want to catch up now, but, but it's amazing that I saw this name come into my inbox, and I went, oh my gosh, is this, that, this beautiful person, and sure enough, I'm, I'm just so, absolutely delighted that um, you connected, that we, you found me, that we, we reconnected and that this has been yeah. helpful. Is there anything you would like to say? If anyone's out there who might be sitting, I don't know, look, I don't even, you know, I'm not about spruiking, I don't like that, but what, what, what I do know, what I do know, because I work in this space in Australia and I work and I, I hear a lot of stories and I hear a lot of distress and I, I know there are long wait lists for um, psychologists and people seeing treatment and, and what I've noticed... Um, and I really do believe it's by the grace of God. Uh, what I've noticed is people are having some really significant changes. They're, they're, they're starting, they're moving out of bondageville and they're starting to move towards that freedom land. And we know it's a journey, but they really start to have some significant changes. And so I just think it's really worth letting others out there know. And I'm really delighted that you've been willing to share that, um, your personal experience, because... You know, there could be someone sitting out there today who's, again, just going, oh, I just don't know what to do. Well, I, I can let them know that they can, they can sample this for free, the, the first key for free. Um, that's quite a big sample. Um, easy. But is there anything you would like to, anything you, any final thoughts or words that you want to say? I would, I would say is if you think that you're struggling in food, whether it's, anorexia, whether it's binging or purging or whatever it is, do, do something as early as possible. Don't wait. Yes. Yes. Don't, don't, the longer you wait, the more of a fight it is in your head. That's wonderful and if, advice. And if you're thinking you have a problem, 
just treat yourself as if you do have a problem and let it sort itself out and yes. before it becomes a bigger problem. Yes. Ah, that is gold. Beautiful. That's such true advice. We, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. There's nothing more to say. That's a really good piece of wisdom. And so I'm just going to leave it there and we're going to keep talking, but um, we're going to shut this down. So okay, so that was uh, an interview with Jeannie. And if you want any further information, um, please come to my website, michellesparks.com. That's Michelle with two L's and an E and Sparks with an ES.com. And, uh, yeah, you can find out about the program, you can get in touch, and until next time, travel well. Mm -hmm.